and uh, and preach the word. Good to see many that I know, and uh, we travel to Greece. I see some over here. Adam, I saw him and saw her and some others. Good to see you tonight. Let's go to the reading of the word, First Kings chapter eighteen. First Kings in the Old Testament, and I'm going to read there about three verses. First Kings chapter eighteen, verse thirty-six. Amen. You say amen? Yes. I mean, it reads as follows. Verse 36. And it came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and of Israel, let it be known this day that thou art God in Israel and that I am thy servant. Listen to that. That I am thy servant. And that I have done all these things at thy word. Hear me, O Lord, hear me. That these people might know that thou art the Lord God. And and that thou hast turned their hearts back again. Then the fire of the Lord fell. And consumed the burnt sacrifice. And the wood. And the stones. And the dust. And licked up the water that was in the trench. I'm going to stop the reading right there in the scripture uh, in the book of Zechariah, a scripture that we all know by heart. But I'm going to read it uh, again one more time in chapter 4, verse 6. Chapter 4, the Bible says, uh, Zechariah, never mind. Kind of currently see here, uh, uh, Zechariah chapter 4. It's not by mind, neither by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. By my spirit, somebody say spirit, spirit. by the spirit of the Lord. That's how we're going to accomplish what we are set to do by the spirit of the Lord. I want to talk to you about that tonight. Uh, at this point in my life, you know, I'm not all, but I'm getting there. <laughs> not all yet, uh, but I'm in the mid-sixties now, and uh, walking with the Lord, and just going through so many things in life. You, at this point in life, you learn something that when you're younger, you don't understand. But what we do for the Lord doesn't have nothing to do with talent abilities, strength, human force. The only way we're going to accomplish what we want to accomplish in the kingdom of God for the glory of the Lord is by his spirit. There's no other way. There is just no other way. I don't care how talented you are, how intelligent you are, how educated you are, how much money you have. It's only by the spirit of the Lord we're going to see the revival that we want to see in these last days. Heavenly Father, we love you tonight. We give you glory, we give you honor and praise. You already done mighty things here in this building. Through worship, through praise, which is our sacrifice. We have built this altar of sacrifice, of praise of God. Now we want the fire to fall tonight. Your spirit to fall. 
upon us once again afresh anew oh god i need you and we all need you more than anything else in this world we need you god talk to us in this missions conference let it be different than any other year god that all the missionaries that are here and all everyone they have come to be different to go home different oh god with a new fire and passion in their souls god we give you all the glory Come on, give him the glory before you are seated. Give him the glory and praise. Hallelujah. Yes, shout hallelujah before you are seated. Amen and amen and amen. amen. You may be seated. Thank you. Amen. Praise God. That's the only way we're going to accomplish what the Lord has place in our heart to do for his glory and for his kingdom. You know, when you're young, when you are uh, uh, at, the, at the top of, of, you, uh, of your strength and, and, and you feel that, wow, you can take the world, the whole world by storm. But then you realize that when you're going to accomplish something for God, it's not nothing to do with your strength. And what you know, and what you, and even your experience, we had to depend completely, a hundred percent, on the power of God. That's the only way we're going to do it. And, and uh, there's a little story that I want to share with you. And I'm sure you're from California. Uh, perhaps you are native of California, Northern California. You well acquainted with this story, but I want to bring it to you as once again. And it has to do with the celebration that used to take place here until 1968. It used to be called the Firefall Festival here at the Yosemite Park. Perhaps those there, uh, again, remember, I see hands up there. It says, I remember that. Uh, the, 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 every year around the month of February, at the latter part, they celebrated this festival, the Firefall. It, it, it continued, you know, until 1968. It started in the late 1800s for 96 years. But it was stopped in 1968. Thousands of people used to gather uh, at the Yosemite Park. It's such a beautiful place. Thousands of people. In the latter part of the month of February. And, and, and they would stand there. Uh, about 8.30, they gather at the foot of the mountain. And what they would, would do was, uh, a, name by the, uh, a man by the name Dave, Dave Curry is the one that started this festival. I don't think it had to do with the new Currys in this step, but his name is David Curry. And he started this festival. He's the one that began the whole thing. And he first would, go, would gather friends and then, became very famous and popular and people from all over the state of California, all over the United States just to come to just be a part of this unbelievable festival called the Firefall. So what they would do is the, the, the guards, the workers uh, of this park, what they would do is, you know, during the winter times because of the lightning and all that, these big old trees, those, uh, uh, you know, redwood trees will fall down. And, and, and what they would do is they would gather all these trees that have fallen during the winter season 
and, and, and gather, making a big old mountain of it, right at the edge of Glacier Point, that granite mountain, 3,000 feet high. You can look at it right there. So thank you for putting that picture. Amen. So you can have an idea. They would put it way up there, and they would uh, lit it up with kerosene uh, and catch it on and They would bathe it with kerosene, and they catch it on fire. And the guards will bring those big bulldozers and just push that wood right to the edge of the mountain. And about A55, they begin to cry out at the foot of this mountain, at the bottom of it. Let the fire fall. Let the fire fall. I mean, thousands of people crying in a euphoric way. Let the fire fall. Let the fire fall. In a nine o'clock, they will push that, creating, uh, you can see right there, uh, like a, a cascade of fire coming down. A, a, a firefall instead of waterfall, a firefall. In the excitement at the bottom of the mountain, people will rejoice and they will shout as they see the fire falling 3,000 feet all the way down. The excitement. People came from all over the world just to be a part of this festival called the Firefall. And I read this little story. They really caught my attention. A family came all the way from the east in 1969. It was stopped in 1968 due to the new environmental laws here in California. They stopped it in 1968. So this family drove all the way from the east coast, 3,000 miles to be a part of the, this festival. They were excited. It was the mother, the father, and kids. And they finally arrived on the month of February to the Yosemite Park, and when they uh, got to the gate, they asked the guard, hey, we want to get some information about the firefall, how one time it started, and where, where we need to go, and the guard came out of the booth and looked at them, talked to the father, uh, and he says, you know what, I'm sorry, maybe you did not hear that the fire doesn't fall here in Yosemite anymore, it was stopped last year, we don't have that anymore. And so the father, the body in the car, they looked at each other, so disappointed the least because they were looking forward. Wow, we want to see something they had heard and they had read in magazines and, and all of that. They were looking forward to it. But when they heard the fire doesn't fall anymore here, it's done. We don't celebrate that annual festival. They were sad and disheartening. They, 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 they were so disappointed, the least, the fire doesn't fall here anymore. And uh, I don't know about you, but this is what I've been feeling the last few days. You know, you, sometimes you, you do so much physically. And, and you do these and you move there and you try to accomplish so many things. I'm talking about in human strength. But God has spoke to me the last few days, just the last few days. Listen, if you want to accomplish something, you're going to have to rely completely on my spirit. It's, it, this is not by mind, neither by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. And I want to just preach a little message to you tonight. We need the fire to fall in this house tonight. We need the power of God to come upon us all over again, afresh. I knew, I don't care if you've been 
If you hear and you say, well, I received the baptism of the Holy Ghost 40 years ago. Listen, we all need a fresh fire of God to fall upon our lives. We got to get hungry for that. We got to get a deep desire for the Spirit of God to move inside of us all over again. We need the fire fall in this house. I came out here and revival church. Let us start here. A cascade of fire from heaven to fall right in this service and to go down to central California all the way to southern California. Let us start right here in this house. There are apostolic believers who at one time their souls were burning red hot with the fire of God in their souls. At one time they had their lives burning brightly in this spiritual darkened world. But something has happened throughout the years. That the spiritual flame of the fire of the Holy Ghost that only God can ignite in our souls had gotten dimmer and dimmer to the point that it's not burning in our, their hearts any longer. That's what I'm saying. We have to feel the need, especially as we see the coming of the Lord approaching. We need the lamps full of oil of the Spirit. We need the fire of the Lord burning in our souls like never before. The unwise virgins in Matthew 25 said, give us oil for our lambs, for our flame. It's about to go out. Give us oil. Give us, give us oil for our lambs. Die in flames today. That could easily be said. Who knows about some apostolic believers today who at one time were burning hot with the Holy Ghost in their souls. I cannot speak for no one here today. I received the Holy Ghost when I was 12 years of age. I remember the Spears family from Mississippi came to preach a revival there in the little, uh, uh, in the city of Quito, Ecuador. I was 12 years of age. I remember Brother Spears and his family singing and worshiping, preaching the word, and that night got filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. I felt the fire. I felt that passion. I, I, oh, it was like nothing I felt before. It has been a long time, 50 plus years since the night on the concrete floor in the little church in Quito, Ecuador. I have Pastor Todd Johnson go with me to visit the church that my dad started in that city. Now today has a big building. They have uh, uh, three services on Sundays. I know that Brother Anderson was there. Two, three thousand people go to the church. When my father left the church and he moved to the United States in 1974, that church was have 400 members, which was a mega church back in the day, especially in South America. But now the Lord has blessed that church. It's got thousands of people that goes there on Sundays to worship the Lord. But I remember my father started that little church. And thank God for technology. We all love it. Your pastor says we're going to do the best that we can. And we should to have the best of the best for the glory of God. And I thank God. I like it. I like the lights. I like the, the, the technology, the screams and the sound. We love it. We, we want to have it. It's good to have it. But we cannot depend on these things to have revival. We cannot. 
We cannot just depend on, on good music, on good lighting, and, and good parking, and, and nice buildings. All that is good, but that's not what the revival is. The revival is in the power of the Holy Ghost. We need the fire of God to fall here tonight. Does anybody feel what I'm feeling here today? I feel the necessity. I feel the necessity for the fire of the Holy Ghost to fall down again. Hallelujah. Every service that we have. I don't, I, we got home missionaries here. We all been there. Starting with our families. We all been there. I've been there. But that, that, I tell you what's going to give you the revival and the, and the growth and the impact to your community is the Holy Ghost. You better come up to the platform and be fired up for God. I don't care if you preach to five people or you preach to a thousand people. You always got to be prepared. You got to pray it up. You got to fast. You got to seek the face of the Lord. You got to be a flame of fire. And when you are staying here, the church is going to cut on fire. But you got to be on fire right here in this pulpit. You cannot give something that you don't have. When you start preaching on fire, the church is going to start shouting, let the fire fall. Let the fire fall. Let the fire of the Holy Ghost fall upon us again. Burn us again of God. Burn everything that this flesh trying to take over my life. Burn everything out of my life, oh God. Burn every worldliness out of my life. Burn it, oh God. Let the fire fall. Let the fire, God, to be a hunger. You got to be a deep desire in our souls. God, we're not depending on anything of these things, but we're depending on the power of the Holy Ghost. In Matthew chapter 3, verse 11, John the Baptist said, Jesus shall come, and when he comes, his mission will be to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and Holy Ghost and Notice it says, in fire. It's very possible the song here tonight had the Holy Ghost but lost the fire. The burning, the burning passion for the presence of God and the things of God. Through our scriptures we read about the fire of God. Malachi 3 and 2 says that God is a, like a refiner's fire. Isaiah 4 and 4 says that the Lord is going to purge Zion, the church, by the spirit of burning. Oh, how we need the spirit of burning to burn inside of us all over again. The Laodicean church, the Laodicean church at one time was a red hot church burning with the spirit of the Lord. But the Bible says that God rebuked them sharply in, in Revelations 3 and 15. I know thy works, that you are neither cold nor hot. I would that you were cold or hot, but because you are lukewarm, I will spew you out of my mouth. God refuses. He rejects things that are lukewarm. He is not a lukewarm God. He is a Holy Ghost, hot God burning fire. There is a refiner's fire. The apostle Paul 
exhorted Timothy, his spiritual son, in 2 Timothy 1 and 6, he told him, Timothy, stir up the gift that is within you. The gift, the gift of the Holy Ghost that is with you. The gift that God has put it in you, stir them up. Another translation says you got to stir up the fire within you. Timothy, when you feel the passion for the things of God are dying in your life. When you feel that your heart not, not longer burns for God like it used to burn before. Remember when you had the burning inside of you. I got to get to the house of God. I got to teach a Bible study. I got to get to the altar and pray. Remember when you had that kind of fire, Timothy. When you feel the fire going out of your life. Please, Timothy, stir up the fire that is within you. Don't let it die. Don't let the flame die. Keep it up burning. Don't let it die, Timothy. Don't just sit there with your arms crossed and just calling indifferent, Timothy. No, it's turned up the gift that is within you. It's turned him up. I wish somebody here tonight will stir up the gift that is within you. It's turned up the gift that is within you. You might not be the best singer. You don't need to be the best preacher. You don't need the most intelligent leader. But if you've got the Holy Ghost within you, God's going to empower you. God's going to give you the wisdom. God's going to give you the ideas. God's going to give you the strategy. How to reach your city. How to reach your community. God's going to send revival. But you've got to have that passion inside of you. That fire burning within your soul. To the point that you're going to say that the prophet, I've feel like a fire shut up in my bones is anybody here that feels a fire shut up in your bones if you feel that fire you ought to be jumping a little bit you ought to be desperate tonight it's like a fire shut up in my bones and I could not contain it. I could not stop it. It was just burning inside of me. When you got the fire, you become unstoppable. When you got the fire. Everything you do, you do it with a meat heart, with humbleness in your heart. You do it for the glory of God. People are going to say, how you do all those things? It's not you. It's the fire in your bones. You teaching Bible studies, you praying for the sick, you going to the hospital, you doing all of these things. Why? Wow. People says, how can he accomplish all of that? It's not it's not by mind, neither by power. It's not nothing to do with us. It's by the power of God. It's by the Holy Ghost fire. I wish somebody here will lit up the fire in your soul all over again. And the Lord warned us. He warned us because he's how many believe he's coming again? I believe he's coming soon. Soon and very soon we're going to see the Lord again. Soon and very soon. The, Lord, the old time song used to say, soon and very soon we are going to see him. He's coming. I say he's coming. 
And the Lord warned us in Matthew 24 and 12, in the last days. Right now we are in the last days. The love of many will wax cold. The word wax means a little at a time. It doesn't happen just from one moment to the next. It walks. It's a slow it's a slow process. It's like when you go to a Starbucks and you, you get your cup of coffee, hot coffee, and it's really hot. You put it, it's so hot you cannot even drink it. So you set it in your car on the cup holder for a while and you start driving. You forget about the coffee. And when you remember, oh, my coffee is already cold. It's just kind of walks cold and slowly and slowly and slowly because you neglect it. You put it on the side. And the Lord says, in the last day, we're going to be doing so many things for our own good. We're going to go and pro and fro. We're going to escape church. We're going to start, uh, we're going to be so busy in the things of the world. In the last days, with all this stuff that we are seeing around us. It says the love of many is going to walk cold. They're going to become like an ice cube. And it's not going to happen from one day to the next. That's why sometimes a pastor sees somebody missing church on Sunday. And they call and ask you, what happened? Oh, well, I had something to do. And then it's another Sunday. And a little at a time, you become cold, indifferent about the things of the Lord. And nothing moves you. Your pastor preaches about heaven, nothing. Preach about hell, nothing. Nothing moves you anymore. You have become cold. And God has sent me here tonight in this mission's conference. If we want to reach the world, we better be ourselves on fire right here. If we want to reach our world, we got to reach Modesto. We got to reach the Bali. We got to, hey, but we got to get the fire back in our souls. Is anybody here want the fire of God back in their souls? That's all you need. Listen, young people, some of you may have a call of God in your life. Don't just be looking for a good thought. I see young preachers today always looking for a good thought. Why don't you look the altar? Why don't you look a, a place, a, in a private place? And to, don't stop praying until your soul is burning. Because if you got your soul burning, God put a call in your life. You're going to come to this pulpit and you're going to be so anointing that whatever God put in your mouth to say, the whole church is going to lit up on fire. You don't need to impress anybody. We're not here to impress and I'm not here to impress you. I don't care about impressing you. I'm here because God called me to do this tonight and I come to this church to challenge you let the fire fall tonight and the first night of this missions conference hallelujah in the book of acts if you just give me a tiny monitor i'll appreciate it. just i don't want to be but i just need a little my voice is a little tired but Give me a little monitor. The book of Acts 6, 6, 15 says that Stephen had such anointing of God in his life. He was full of faith and power. He was a deacon in the church. He got using mightily signs and wonders. And he says he was full of faith and power. That people could not resist the spirit by which he speak. For his face shunned like an angel. You know, when a believer has the light in the, on the inside, they don't have to say a whole lot. 
They just let their spirit of the Lord do the talking. I mean, you walk in a room, people's going to notice there's something different about this woman. There's something different about this man. It's, it's not only the way we dress and we present ourselves outwardly, but there's something inside of you. It's called the anointing of God. It's called the power of God. It makes you different. It makes you a peculiar person. When you walk in a place, people are going to turn their face and say, what's going on? What's happening with this person? Let me tell you what it is. When you got the fire burning in your soul, everything you do, everything you say, it's going to be different. You're going to impact the world even when you don't say anything. Somebody shout hallelujah. 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 The, 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 the only church that Jesus was out, outside, was the loudest end church. I mean, there were many problems in the church back then. The seven churches, as you read. All of them had problems. False doctrines. Immorality in the church. But the Lord was inside the church. But there was one, the Lord says, as I mentioned before, you are lukewarm. I just can tolerate lukewarm Pentecostals, apostolics. Just let's put it that way. So I just can't. I'm going to spit them out of my mouth. She says, I won't even go inside the building. And the church is not these walls. The church is the people that have been baptized in water in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. The church is me. The church is you. And we need a fresh fire to fall on us tonight. I'm speaking for myself. I'm hungry of that. I have a deep, 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 deep desire for that. I mean, the devil is throwing everything at me. But I'm still standing tonight. Because one reason and one reason alone is the fire of God deep in my soul. The devil cannot stop me. Sickness cannot stop me. Crisis cannot stop me, not because of me, because the fire, the passion inside of me is going to move me forward. It's going to keep me going. Come on. It's going to keep on my knees, uh, praising and praying, magnifying and glorifying the name of the Lord. Hey, it's the fire that's going to keep you going. The fire of the Holy Ghost. It's not the money you have on your, in the bank account. It's not that. It's not the money. You can have all the money and you still can accomplish anything. I'm talking about kingdom business. I'm not talking your personal business. I'm talking kingdom business. Hallelujah. Let's get the fire in our life burning inside of us again. And we're going to see what the Lord is about to do. It's starting tonight. What happens here tonight is going to trickle it down to Brazil. Look at Sao Paulo, Brother Anderson. There ain't no way we can accomplish uh, and reach that city. As you know, I've been there a couple times. Brother Scott, you, he took me there. We had a seminar many years ago. But what a big city. I mean, you feel like, wow. Like you say, when you got there, you looked at the city and said, you feel overwhelmed incapable of doing anything but this is not by, by strength 
No, human strength. So you're going to do great. God's going to give a revival. You're going to raise one church, two churches, like you say, many preaching points. That my brother in Waterloo, Illinois, is the same way, same thing. You already got your building. You already seen what the Lord can do. Keep the fire. They keep that church burning and the Holy Ghost in fire. You might not have this beautiful building right here. You might not have the screens and the light and the music. You might not have anything like that. But if you have the fire of the Lord in the midst of your church, don't worry about all these things will come later on. All these things the Lord will add it up to you. Just keep preaching. Keep praying until your soul is burning on fire. God will do the rest. God will take care of the rest. As I growing up in the city of Quito, I was just a kid. My dad was a pastor. He, we didn't have anything that we had today. And we thankful. It's nothing we complain about. We like these things. And we want them. But again, we cannot depend on these things. But I, I, in those days, we didn't have anything. The 60s. You know, I grew up in the 60s. How many grew up in the 60s here? Put your hand up. Just a few of us. It's, it's just getting, the group everywhere I go is getting smaller and smaller, my goodness. You guys getting me nervous. But I grew up in the 60s, and my dad, he was a pastor of that church. We, he didn't have anything. He not even had a microphone, I remember. We had nothing. Uh, I mean, you, you being in the jungles, uh, my dad used to pastor a church in the jungle there uh, next to Brazil, but in the south of Ecuador. And I took Pastor Anthony Mang and I showed him where I was born. He wanted to know. He wanted, I don't know what's the reason, but he said, I want to know this place where you were. And I took him to the jungle. Shell, the area of Shell, with the refineries and all that. That's where I was born. And that church there, there's no beautiful seats like this. There were trees on the ground. That's where you sit. You sit down about 10 minutes, you have to move the other way. Because it, it, it's hard to sit down for longer in such a hard surface. Uh, but, but people, that's all they had. It, they didn't have no music. They didn't have anything. But they had fire. Now, we can have these nice things and we can have fire as well. But let's please, 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 please. Let's not just be attached to the nice things and forget about the fire. I'd rather have the fire of the Holy Ghost, the nice things, and nice. Oh, no, no, no. I want the fire of God in my soul burning red hot. Is anybody with me here tonight? Do you? Do you? Do you remember? All you had is a wooden guitar. And a tambourine in your hand. That's all you needed to praise and worship the Lord. You didn't have no keyboards, no nothing. But the fire, it was for sure. It was going to fall in the service. Holy Ghost, healings and miracles and wonders. I'm not preaching against anything, please. I want these things. But hey, the Holy Ghost revival that we want does not depend on any of these things. It's just on the fire. And that's why in a few minutes here, I'm going to give you the opportunity to join me. I'm going to be Dave, not Stephen Curry, but Dave Curry, the one that started the Fire Fall Festival. 
He is the one that used to lit the, the people. He said he started about 8.55, let the fire fall by himself. And then another joined up. Another joined up. Let's see how many joined me up here tonight. Where's the old timers here? I know there are some old timers here. Now I got one right there. He's still doing the step one and two. That is, he's still got a little fire. Yeah, he, he's got fire. I, ho I hope you contain, he be contagious of that fire. To all of these young people, you are, look what the. Come on, no, don't be a bench warmer. You ought to be involved. You ought to participate. You ought to put your heart in it. You have to have passion. You have to have a fire in your soul. Don't be just happy about things of this world. Get excited about the things of God. But the fire used to fall. You were in Quito. I was in the little church in the back. Now they got the big building. But that building right there, those walls would open up their mouth and would speak. They would tell you some testimonies on a Sunday night. We went to a school just like the kids here, normal. But the fire used to fall on a Sunday night. It was 12 midnight. People are still shouting, talking in tongues, seeing visions from the Lord, interpreting prophetic words and then it was one o'clock two o'clock three I mean we I'm not exaggerating I'm not trying to impress you on it I'm just giving you a testimony we used to go from church to school in the morning that's what we did if my brothers were here brother Scott was here brother Scott was my missionary he would testify as well with me I'm going to tell you something I, I, and, oh but we cannot leave like that yeah I understand that it didn't happen every Sunday but it happened frequently and we need more frequently for the fire to fall in our churches. Because we get in this routine and this thing and we just go and we just go and come in and go out and hello, how are you? And we make it some kind of social type of thing. We need the fire of God in the church on these last days. If we're going to cause an impact in this wide world, we need the fire of God back in the middle of the church. We need another Pentecost. Let the fire of heaven fold. Let the wind of the spirit blow all over again. Oh, God baptized. Jesus, I knew. Is anybody with me here tonight that has a desire for the fire to fall in your soul? The good news tonight is the fires start falling in Yosemite. Now they have a fake one, you know. They, they do. It's, it's, it's the reflection of the sunlight at 6 p.m. now. And they're calling now the fire. That's a fake one. I'm talking about the real fire here today. I'm talking a fire that I cannot produce. The musicians cannot produce. Nobody here can produce. I'm talking the fire that comes from above. When God opens the heavens and see the hunger in your heart, they see the hunger in your soul, that you want your family to be saved. You want your girls to be saved. You want your boys to be saved. You want your households to be saved. You want your business to prosper. And then God sees the hunger inside of you. And then God's going to send the fire. It's going to consume you. It's 
it's gonna burn inside of you. And I hope that our song house away. Oh, I wanna shout, let the fire fall, oh God, again. We didn't have anything. What was your name, brother from Illinois? What was your name? What was your name? Matt, what? Caraway? Caraway. What brother? Caraway. I didn't have anything just like you when I started that home mission church. All I had is passion. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not a good preacher. People say, oh, he's a good preacher. No. My splash brother think I'm a good preacher because he's my splash brother. But I'm not, I'm not nobody. I'm just, I'm just passionate. I just got fire in my bones. I'm, 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 I don't go nowhere to put a show. I don't want to put a show in front of my friends. They the ones say, oh, yeah, I'm everywhere. I'm almost all night person. But not because of me. It's because there's something. There's something about a passion for God. That transcends all the natural stuff. You don't care about, you don't care about what they think, what they say, good or bad. You don't care about nothing. You just got a fire shut up on your bones. Uh, and you cannot contain it. You cannot stop it. You just go out there and you preach it. You go out there and you worship. And you go out there and you praise it with your feet, with your hands. You go in the marketplace. You go in the streets. You go to school. You go to college. Everywhere you got a fire. Peter said to the people in the day of Pentecost, they are not drunken as you supposed. Because it's only nine o'clock in the morning and the bars are closed, they say. Oh. <laughs> Unless they've been drinking all night long, but that was not the case. They're not drunk as you supposed. And then he began to say, but this is what the prophet Joel has spoke about. I will pour out my spirit, pour, cascade down from heaven. Shh, you saw that picture there. Cascade down fire from heaven. In the last days, we are in the last days. And I don't care, we cannot compete with the world. I, again, we are about to buy a new building, it's gonna be beautiful, we're gonna to have top whatever. But I'm gonna tell you something. I'd rather be where I am right now with the fire of God in the midst of our services then go to a nice and comfortable place and the fire of God not to fall again I want the fire of God to fall in every service in every prayer service in every youth service in every service that we are I want the fire of God to fall I'd rather, I'd rather stay where I am with the fire of God they have everything without the fire I'm about to finish my sermon right now. But there was a phenomenon that began to take place in the Yosemite Park after the fire stopped falling. When it stopped falling, the guards began to notice a phenomenon. The redwood trees 
they quit multiplying themselves. I mean, they stopped. There was no more new trees growing in the park. When the fire stopped, this is a fact. You can, you can fact check me like all oh, the young people fact check you for everything. But they, 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 they quit multiplying. All of a sudden, and they could not figure it out what's going on, what's happening. All of a sudden, you know, the trees have stopped growing. And they say it happened when we, the fire stopped falling here. When, we, when they brought the new fire trucks into the park because they didn't have it. Before, I like come from heaven, the other winter, and let the, the, let the tree just burn and fall to the ground. But and then they brought all this new equipment because of the new laws, environmental laws and all of that. Right? And the trees start burning. They, psh, they immediately quench the fire. And they noticed something happened. No more trees are growing out in the park. And when I read that, I could not help but to think, if we are not careful, if we are not careful, we could be the last generation of Pentecostal apostolics. We gotta get the fire back in our churches, brothers and sisters. It's simple as that. I know this is a deep theological structure. It's simple as that. We gotta get the fire back in our churches, back in our lives, back in our families, back in our children. Because the only way we're going to keep moving forward with this gospel of Acts 238, impacting big cities, the Fiji Islands of the Pacific, Sao Paulo, Brazil, Illinois, California, everywhere represented here. The only way we're going to impact those communities is through the fire and by the power of the power of God. That's the only way. We're going to get more churches, more trees coming up on this big park called world. Because the excerpt, we went to study what happened, what happened, what happened. And they studied that phenomenon. And, and, and they noticed that the reason why is because these redwood trees have a, a seed that has a shell that is really hard. And so, uh, the only way to get the life out of that shell, the seed that is inside, is by burning. So when they stopped the fire, there were no more trees growing, new ones. They could not get deep on the, earth, the dirt and grow a new tree. They noticed that the only way that the hard shell could be burned, sort of melted, and let the life that was inside to come out, go deep in the ground and come out a new tree was by the fire. And the only way, and the, because we are preaching a generation with a hard shell. I mean, you can preach whatever right now. It's a different generation. It's a different world. They're hard. They're simply hard. And I don't care. Good music is not going to do it. Nice buildings are not going to do it. Nice and eloquent messages are not going to do it. Hermeneutics and all of that are not against another, but that's not going to do it. What's going to do it is that somebody with the fire of the bouncer preaching the word of God. That's the only thing that's going to melt the hard shell of the heart of man today. Oh, I tell you what.
what's going to melt those hard hearts let me tell you what's going to melt it's one touch of the fire one touch of the fire one touch of the fire of the Holy Ghost it's going to melt those hearts and it's going to be a great revival in the Fiji Islands like never before you thank for what's happened in the past there's something greater coming let the fire fall in the Fiji let the fire fall there in Illinois let the fire fall in Sao Paulo let the fire hey Modesto church hey let the fire is anybody here with me decide do you want the fire to fall in your life to the point that it's burning and you can say like the prophet it's like a fire shut up in my bones Elijah pray, Lord, if I remain of integrity, if I remain God that walks in the fear of the Lord, God, hear me, oh God, my heart is pure, God, hear me, so all these nations, all these people can see that you are the only true God. How are they going to know? By the fire falling. And all these communities, all the valley is going to know there's only one true God whose name is Jesus. How are they going to know? By the fire falling. It's not going to happen any other reason. You might think, brother, pastor, if I say too much on material, she's not. Listen, don't get me wrong. I love it. I like it. We cannot depend on it. We got to have the fire. Oh, God. Fall right in the middle. Before they press the first key on the keyboard. Before they string the first string on the bass. The first, before they sing the first song. They ought to be, every singer, every musician ought to be fired up. Ought to be burning red hot with the fire of the Holy Ghost. So when they stand to sing, it's not thing. It's not their telling. Hey, you got to practice. You got to get it right. I'm all for all that. Do everything with excellence. I'm with all that. But you got to have the fire. You got to have the fire. I say you got to have the fire. You have to have the fire. Lord, if I'm a man of integrity, Lord, if I prepare myself, let the fire fall tonight. I don't know how many are feeling that way. I'm feeling it that way. I've been through so much. And I'm going through something else right now, as you know. Since like the devil is throwing everything at me to stop me. But the fire in me keeps me going. I got a battle in my hands. A tough battle. I don't think... Uh, uh, everybody could face something like that and keep moving forward. But uh, I know what I got. I know who is with me. And if a God is for me, who can be against me? And eventually all things are going to work out. I know everything is going to work out. 
But I tell you what is going to keep you going. When the, when the whole, when the devil throws everything at you, there's only one thing that's going to keep moving you forward. And that's the fire of the Holy Ghost. Because when you have the fire in you, you can praise him when everything is going well. But you can praise him when nothing is going well. You can lift up your hands and shout hallelujah when everything is going fine with you. But you can praise him and worship him in the middle of a crisis, in the middle of a situation. You got to have the fire. The Bible says in 1 Samuel 10 26, the soul, King Saul had a band of men whose hearts had God touched. He had a band of men. His heart, God touched. I hope we have a, a band of women here. I, I, I need, I need, I need a hundred men right here, line up right now. A hundred men. Come on, hurry up. We got to get this going. This going to help you. You want the fire? Are you going to help me to? Okay, come, come forward. Come forward. That's it. I need some old timers too. I need some young ones and I need some old ones. He had a man of men whose hearts God had touched. The disciples, the disciples were on their way to Emmaus after the resurrection of Jesus. And the Lord joined them up on their way to Emmaus. And the Lord began to talk to them the word from the Old Testament forward. And the Lord all of a sudden disappeared. And they looked at one another. And they noticed it was Jesus. And he says, Be not a heart burn within us as he opened the scriptures. They got to walking with Jesus. And while they were walking with the Lord, all of a sudden, he was stuck in the word and their hearts got burning. They got a holy heart burning. How many want here holy heart burning? Do you want a holy heart burning? Do you want a holy heart burning? The fire is gonna fall here tonight and it's gonna burn any carnality, any worldliness, anything that don't need to be in our hearts. The fire is gonna burn it right now. I want everybody to join me. I want everybody to join me. I'm gonna count one, two, three. I want an I want boys, everybody's gonna shout, let the fire fall. Ready? One, two, three. Let the fire fall. Let the fire fall. Let the fire fall. Lift up your hands and let the fire of the Holy Ghost fall. the fire of the Holy Ghost. Let the fire fall in my life. I've got a new. Let it fall and fresh.
Let her fall, let her fall. We don't touch our communities. We gotta touch our state. We gotta touch our cities. We gotta touch the world. If the fire began to burn. Come on, young people. Everywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. That's it. Let the fire fall. Let the fire. There's a new generation here. Come on. There's a new generation here. The fire is going to burn everything that needs to be burned in our lives. Come on, open your mouth. Everywhere. That's <laughs> it, young people. Let the fire fall, let the fire fall, let the fire fall. Let the, come on church, don't stop. Don't stop until you feel the fire. Like a fire shut up in your bones. Until you feel the passion all over again. Inside of you, passion for the things of God. The spirit of burning inside of you. In the balcony, you can raise your hands as well. The fire is going to fall all over the place. Come on, let the fire fall, Jesus. Let the fire fall, Jesus. Talking tongues, talking tongues, let the fire burn. church open your mouth and ask God for the tenderness of your soul Jesus I want the fire to fall again and you afresh in my soul I want it to fall on you afresh oh God you gotta keep passionate about you gotta hunger about
going to consume everything. It's going to even dry up the water and the, and the stones there and the sacrifice. Come on, it's going to clean up everything that needs to be cleaned up. That's what the fire does. I want the fire in my soul, Jesus. Like I never wanted anything else in my life. God, I want it. I want it. I want Come on, come on everywhere. Yeah, there's new people receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost. That's it. Praying through. The fire is falling. Come on. The fire is falling. Let the fire fall. That's it. Pray for somebody that needs the Holy Ghost right now because the fire is falling. In this kind of atmosphere, you got to break the routine. You, you got to break the spirit of religiosity. Pentecost, apostolic religion, come on, you got to break it up. Break it up, let the fire burn again. outpour of the Holy Spirit. There's a mighty outpouring of the Holy Ghost right now. Right now. Right now. Everybody. Everybody that's in this building right now needs to pray this prayer. In the name of the Lord Jesus, let it consume everybody in this building. From the front to the back to the balcony. Burn out everything that's not of God. Let the fire of the Holy Ghost do a work right now. Right now.